You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. And what is up, Houdan Nation? Welcome inside an emergency edition of the Straight Up Saints Podcast presented by Boo Crew Media and Makers Mark. Going to probably keep it really short. Going to wait for you guys to come in, obviously. Join the live stream. I just put it up on Twitter. If you're listening via Twitter, go to my other link if you want to comment. If you don't want to comment and just want to listen, that's totally cool. But if you do want to comment on Sean Payton's decision to step away from the New Orleans Saints, you could go click on that YouTube live stream link, and you could come in here and you can leave your comments. But obviously, this is the worst, the absolute worst case scenario for the Saints. It's something that at first didn't kind of seem like it was going to happen. We kind of thought a couple of weeks ago, it seemed like one of those moments where we felt as if the Saints were just being in one of those positions where, hey, it's just bad publicity, bad, uh, you know, just, I would say, reports coming out. Then more steam comes along, and when there, where there's smoke, there's fire, and that ended up being that situation where it felt like every single day there was a new report from a different reporter about Sean Payton potentially stepping down, and you start to realize, okay, this is a real thing. You know, this isn't just... The, you know, the crew where we feel like every year it's a splash report. No, this is this is legit. And it absolutely stinks. It makes this offseason one of the most important offseasons in the history of this franchise. And you could probably say it's it's the most important offseason since Sean Payton arrived, right? Because it's not just about fixing the quarterback situation, which is a mess right now. It's not about fixing the wide receiver room, which is a mess right now. There were so many things now that the Saints have to fix. And, you know, when you had Sean Payton, there was this sense of comfort, right? Hey, Sean would figure it out. Sean knows quarterbacks. Sean knows how to fix the offense. Sean is innovative. You don't have that luxury anymore, right? And now there's two things, right? You have to figure out the quarterback room. You got to figure out your coach. You got to figure out everything. And the one thing that Sean was so damn good at, and I kind of talked about it last podcast, he's so good at crisis management, right? Relocating the team because of a hurricane, he's the guy to do it. Fix your quarterback situation around because some guys are hurt, Sean's the guy to do it. You don't have that luxury anymore, and and that really is just heartbreaking. And obviously, when you look back at the whole Sean Payton era, I will be grateful for what he was able to do. I, I always found him an outstanding coach. I was probably way more complimentary of him than most. There was very rare you know, times where I actually criticized Sean Payton. I've, I've always cut him a lot of slack, and I think he's a fantastic coach. Uh, and I always will think highly of him. He's one of my favorite coaches I've ever had the pleasure of watching. And it stinks. It's heartbreaking. I don't know where this team goes from. Obviously, we can speculate. And I see you guys are filling up the chat. And I'll bring up some of these comments. And I'll address them real quick for the next 15 minutes or so. But, you know, for 15 seasons, Sean Payton's been the backbone of this organization, right? I know some people said it's Drew Brees, and rightfully so. But I always felt like it was Sean, right? And as long as you had Sean Payton, you had a chance. And he's not there anymore. And the timing kind of stinks, to be honest, because there are a lot of, you know, if the Saints aren't promoting Dennis Allen, and let's say they were going with a different option, there are guys out there that the Saints could consider, you know, hiring. But now they, they're, you know, somewhere else, whether they're advancing in a different job interview or they got a different job. Like, these are all factors that you have to take into consideration. So the timing absolutely stinks. I'm not going to rail on the guy. I think that would be extremely, one, unprofessional, and two, just bullshit. Uh, I'd rather just take the, you know, grateful approach as to what Sean did, what Sean was able to do with this team. And, you know, I hate to look back and seem like someone who's absolutely bitter. So thank you to Sean Payton for what he was able to do. I, I really do appreciate it. The only, my only knock, my only knock about the way this was handled, and and it's not the actual retirement. It's the fact that the Saints just did give, you know, Taysom Hill a contract that we were ridiculed over. And we all thought, hey, Sean's got the plan. Well, is everyone as smart as Sean in the sense that they can use Taysom Hill to his best strengths? Like, 
Or is that just a bad contract that's going to sit on this team now on top of this 70 plus million dollars that they got to get rid of in cap space? So it really is upsetting. It's an unfortunate circumstance. Sean will go down though as the greatest coach for this team, unless, you know, whoever the successor is ends up finding a way to supplant them. And that would be goddamn tough. So that's the way I feel about it. It's a sad moment for all his fans. You know, this is a day that we're all going to hate. You don't want to hear with any, hear any jokes from anyone at this point. You're just trying to just take it all in and, get through it but i'm gonna bring up some of your comments now we'll get into it and kind of talk about what the saints team has to do moving forward I, you know it's it's tough i know dennis allen will absolutely be in consideration for the job this isn't you know just speculating it's it's just stating the facts as a guy who's been there for the last couple of years it doesn't seem like he's gonna get the bears job that was the only job he was he was in consideration for and he doesn't get that obviously that's the type of guy that you're probably looking at if you were to promote with from within and maybe the saints do their own search and personally before we kind of get into it, I, I kind of want the Saints to do their own search, right? I, I do think while I would be totally okay with Dennis Allen being the head coach next year, if you just immediately promote Dennis Allen, does it feel like you're settling? That would be the worry for me, right? That would be what what concerns me is if you're just, okay, yeah, let's just promote everyone within and not look around. I, I think you should look around. So let's kind of get through these comments, guys. I know a lot of you guys are sad. I know a lot of you guys are saying you're in pain and I'm sad too, guys. Like I know that, you know, it's different for me, I guess, a little bit because you try to put on this face and try to be professional about it. But I'm sad, obviously. I, I'm, I'm, you know, upset that uh, Sean Payton's going. And, and truthfully speaking, I literally just had brother, uh, you know, lunch with my brother, and we're talking about stuff. And obviously, I've said before, he's a 49ers fan. And we're just talking about the future of Sean Payton. And I go, I'm like, dude, I, I didn't think he was going to retire. I'm like, but more and more of these reports come out. I'm like, I just want a decision. Well, we got the decision, and we'll see what happens. So some of you guys are saying, DA up next, or you know, that's short for Dennis Allen. And see what happens there. Some of you guys are mentioning Eric Bieniemy, who, again, another really good offensive mind. Not really sure where he's at with other coaching gigs and what's going on there, but um, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure Eric Bieniemy's a name they'll be attached to it, as will a lot of other coordinators. Just going through the comments right now, though, guys, I, I, I like, I want to have like a pity party with you guys. You guys seem all very sad about this news. Spain without the S, yeah, we are in Spain without the S. You're right about that. Uh, yeah. And I know some of you guys are upset about the timing. It's tough, man. And yeah, the good point from, from Garrison here, putting it up, I will say this about Sean. We don't know yet, but it feels like it's him stepping away from football for now, not forever. Now it could be forever. Like he could get a broadcasting gig and Sean could be freaking great at it. And, and honestly, I think Sean would be really good at broadcasting. I said this last podcast, I'm not going to change my stance on that. I actually think Sean could go to, to broadcasting and be so, so good at it. And then maybe never want to go back to NFL because if I could make $15 million commentating on the game, why the hell would I want to go deal with the stress of being a head coach? But we'll see what happens. Now, if he were to retire, do broadcasting, come out of retirement, and then go to the Cowboys, I'm sure you guys would feel different about this situation, but we'll, we'll see what happens, guys. How do you think this will impact the Saints' chances to land a top quarterback via trade or free agency? Feels like Sean was a big draw. Yeah, guys, look, that's a big thing. And, and that's why when I tweeted, there's no sugarcoating this sugar, sugarcoating this loss. It sucks. This is what I mean about that, right? With Sean Payton, it's Sean. He's got a great offense. He's a great mind. People want to play for him. People like Russell Wilson. People like maybe even a Derek Carr. Guys will want to go to the Saints, right? And you're going to want to play with Sean Payton. Well, you don't have that anymore. And now... I don't want to sound too rash about this. So if I say this and it seems like it's too rash, it's actually something that I thought about even if Sean Payton stayed. So this is not some, oh, because Sean Payton's retiring, I'm having this type of thought process. But now if you're the Saints, do you kind of think, hey, we got to find our quarterback, right? Because I talked about this on Monday. You see Josh Allen, you see Patrick Mahomes. These guys are lighting up the league, right? 
You need a young quarterback. Now, do the Saints go out there and kind of do their homework and they're looking at guys like Kenny Pickett, who you guys all know I believe is the best quarterback in this class. I truly feel that way. Time might change my opinion, but I've, I really like the way he plays. Is that someone that maybe the Saints are looking at? And maybe they say, hey, we got to draft a quarterback and start over, right? Because drafting quarterback means probably beneficiary to your cap space in terms of not investing too much in that position. And also, they need help at the quarterback position. So I, I think that's something that you consider, but absolutely losing Sean does change that. It changes the entire trajectory of this franchise because you look at the NFC South, right? Brady might retire, and frankly, it kind of seems like he's going to retire. The Panthers are in a mess. The Falcons are in a mess. That's, you know, it kind of seems like if Sean was still around, this is the Saints division for the taking if Brady retires. And now it's kind of like, well, the Saints are lumped in with that mess and we just have to figure it out. And the sooner they can get out of it, obviously the better. But I don't think this is going to be a quick fix. At least I don't feel that way. And I do think when you lose a guy like Sean Payton, you have to kind of recalibrate everything. Do people want to play for the Saints now? I don't know. Now you got to make it a place where people want to play again, which is something Sean did so well. I think the Saints are further ahead today than they were when Sean first got here, obviously, and that's a testament to him. But it's still going to take time because this is a bad wide receiver room. This is a bad quarterback room. This is a team that defensively, man, they got the pieces. So that's why a lot of people are going to want to keep Dennis Allen back, and I see that's why a lot of you guys are towards kind of thinking that Dennis Allen's the guy for the job. But on the other hand, you know, the Saints, obviously, they could have a search and someone might blow them off their feet just like Sean did in 2005. So we'll see what happens there. It's going to be interesting, but this is a, this is a sad day. And it's, it's a, I don't want to say it's a dark day because you never know what's ahead, but you kind of feel like that cloud's coming over your head now because I don't know where the saints go without Sean Payton. Right. And I think the, the thing that made it weird the last couple of years was I always used to think to myself, I don't know where the saints would be without Drew Brees, but then Drew Brees started missing games and you started realizing, okay, Bridgewater played the Saints were fine. Taysom Hill played the Saints were fine. Jameis Winston played the Saints were fine. And then all of a sudden I realized, man, as great as Drew Brees is, and Drew Brees is an absolute freaking legend, Sean Payton was a really good problem solver. Well, that problem solver is not in there. So, you know, I can't say where the Saints are going to be next season. I can't say where the Saints are going to be in five years because I don't know because it's just a totally different thing. He's under contract, so if he retires, he will have to be traded, so he would get picked for him, I believe. No, you are right. So Sean Payton, you know, Ian Rappaport just put it out, and he tweeted. Let me just pull it up so I'm exact here. He tweeted, Sean Payton is under contract in 2024 with the Saints. If another team wanted to scoop him, they would need to compensate New Orleans, but that's a conversation for next offseason. So that seems like Sean's done for this year. Reading that Ian Rappaport tweet, it seems like Sean's completely done for this season, uh, next season, excuse me, the 2022 season, and then maybe we'll reassess from there. And if Sean were to retire, then unretire, like you said, the Saints would need to get compensated for it because he's under contract. A lot of coaches probably going to take these other opportunities now. Yeah, look, I, I think that's a fair question, right? Like, wh where where do the Saints rank in terms of intrigue? I, I think the Saints' job is a lot more appealing uh, than others, but you got to remember now that cap number is a little different now when you look at it. Now, I, I'm I'm not one of these people who thinks the cap you got to live and die by the cap. The Saints will find ways. I mean, Nick puts out great work about how the Saints can get under the cap without even cutting a player. So the Saints can get under the cap. But I do question, though, Sean's kind of used to it, right? He's used to that hectic, you know, environment where they're figuring out this cap space left and right. Other coaches, that might be a little unsettling, right, to enter a team that's $70 million over the cap, just like kind of effortlessly. 
I, I think that might be a little different for a, a coach kind of doing that. So I think it's going to be interesting. Another thing which you guys bring up, Michael Thomas, right? Sean Payton and Michael Thomas obviously clashed a little bit, and we always wanted to know where are they at, what's going on for next offseason. That changes now too. A new coach has to come in. Does Michael Thomas get along with this new coach? Does this no, new coach feel like, hey, let's trade Michael Thomas for picks? Or, oh, I want this guy on my team. Let's work it out. That's another question. And, and I'm not going to speculate as to what happens with MT. You guys know how I feel about him. When he's on the field, he's freaking great. So th that is just another door, though, that they have to consider. And yes, this is another thing here. Um, I will not be talking about this subject anymore. I do not think the Saints are going to get Russell Wilson. I thought if the Saints were going to get Russell Wilson, it would be because Sean, it would be because Sean Payton came back. And that's Russ saying, hey, I saw my good friend Drew Brees light it up with Sean Payton. I want some of that. And that's what I was kind of leaning towards. But with Sean Payton not there, I probably will not even consider talking about Russell Wilson anymore on the pod unless the Saints are playing the Seahawks in the game and I'm previewing it or he gets traded within the division. But I, I kind of think that door is kind of slammed shut. It's going to be a new era for the Saints, and that could be a really bad thing or maybe it could be a slightly surprisingly good thing. Who knows? But um, it's interesting. I see a lot of you guys talking about Eric Bieniemy. I think that's interesting. Look, I, I have a lot of respect for Eric Bieniemy. I don't know um, exactly what goes on behind closed doors that it seems like he's not at the top of other teams' lists. Uh, I wish I knew. Because, man, I know we're all asking the same questions, right? Like, the Chiefs are good every year. Why isn't he up for consideration? I'll throw a couple more names out there if you guys want to talk about it. The Saints want to think about young offensive minds. I'm not saying hire him, but I would bring in Byron Leftwich for a visit. I mean, he's with the Bucks. That's taken away from a division opponent. I think Byron's has great quarterback experience as a coach and as a player. That's another guy that I would keep on my list. And, and I'm not saying the Saints have to hire these guys, right? I'm just saying... You should exhaust all your options. Just like I said last podcast yesterday, literally on Monday, I was like, hey, well, the Saints got to explore every quarterback option. Well, now put the quarterback stuff to the side for a sec. You've got to figure out who your coach is. And yes, Dennis Allen probably should be the favorite for the job because he's been there for a while. He knows Sean's system and just how Sean operates. And maybe that rubbed off to Dennis. And look, Dennis Allen did his thing in the, in the game that he coached this year for the Saints, beating the Bucs 9-0. Um, but there are other coaches that the Saints should obviously bring in for a visit. Whether that is a guy like a, a, uh, a Byron Leftwich, or it is a guy like a Brian Flores, or it is a guy like a D'Amico Ryans. Now, I know you guys are going to say, why are you bringing up defensive coaches? The point I'm saying is they should bring in other coaches just to see, just get a feel. I think it's good to kind of see what else is out there before. And you could always go back to DA and be like, all right, Dennis Allen's the guy that we're promoting. And it's easy to do that. So um, I would look at it. At this point, with us losing Drew with this one out of nowhere, lose Sean, when do we look at the reality of things to start rebuilding instead of just fixing patch after patch? No, I, I think this is a rebuild now. I, I think that's it. Like, I think there might be some people who want to sell you on the Saints magically fixing things and next year being a Super Bowl contender, but I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I, I think that this is a situation where the Saints are now a rebuilding team. Hence why I said I really like Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Hence why I said the Saints should start looking at other coaches in addition to Dennis Allen, like a young offensive mind like Byron Leftwich. I think it would be so naive of me to say, hey, Sean's gone, but Dennis Allen's coming back and they're going to get a great quarterback and they're, they're going to be fine. They could be, but that seems really naive of me. So I, I do think that you're entering a new era and I do think you're entering a rebuild. And wherever, the, wherever this is going to take you, I'll be here and I'll be talking about it. Whether or not you guys want to hear me is a different point, but I will be here talking about it. But I, I do think that you're absolutely right, Noah. I think that we are entering a time where enough's enough. Figure out what you want to be. And 
what you want to be, not next year, but what do we want to be the next three years, the next five years? The Saints did a really good job when there was a pothole to patch it up, but now it's time to completely repave the road. And it's sad, right? Because it comes a little bit sooner than expected. And, and I don't know, we all thought this moment was going to come, but it's here. And when that moment comes, you got to be able to be sharp on your feet. And now we're going to see if the Saints are sharp on their feet. And, and look, the only thing I will say for the Saints, if you want a glimmer of hope is right now, I think that the, the one good thing is for now, their front office is untouched. And the reason I say that's a good thing is you have the guys that know how to get out of this bad cap situation. Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland, Kai Hawley, that's the big three. And if the Saints are going to turn this around and the Saints are going to be able to get over this hump and we're going to look back at this moment as a moment where we were sad, but the Saints ended up to come out through it, it's probably going to be because of those three guys and who they pick as their next coach and how they get out of this situation. I, I think that it's something to consider. So you guys are mentioning Derek Carr. Look, I would take Derek Carr on the Saints. I, I just don't know what, how realistic that will be, um, you know, right now. Because I think for teams and players, how do you view the Saints now? I would view them a little bit different. I'm not saying that I view the Saints as an absolute shithole. That would be just, just, just nonsense. But I don't think I'd view the Saints the same as I would with Sean Payton. I think that's just an obvious statement there. Last 12 months have been a disaster for the Saints. Hey, somewhat, somewhat, man, somewhat. I, I think that, um, I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting. He left us at such an important time. He did. Look, I, I think it's, it's fair to kind of question the timing in terms of like how much this sucks for the Saints, but I don't think it was ever intentionally done. I, I think that we have to take a lot of things into consideration. The last four seasons, or should I say five seasons for the Saints have been incredibly stressful. And I, I think that, one thing, and, and not you guys in particular, I'm just saying like us as a society have to do better at is like, yeah, you want to complain about what Sean did in terms of contract stuff? Fine. I don't, I, we can complain about that, but the Saints had heartbreak after heartbreak. He had to deal with constant nagging from uh, Roger Goodell. He had to deal with the COVID outbreaks. He got COVID twice, 2021, uh, 2020 and 2021. He had to deal with constant roster change. He had to deal with kind of figuring out what they were going to be with and without Drew Brees. And that wasn't easy on the fly. And I, I just think that like, look, the man was probably exhausted, just like some of us get exhausted, right? Some of us are like, okay with the offseason because it gives us the time to plug away from this team. Well, if it's stressful for us fans, kind of imagine it, how it is for the guy at the center. So uh, I think that it's definitely, definitely something where I understand it, man. I understand it. And I, I, and I don't hate it. I respect him. Uh, it's just tough. Promote Allen and bring in Zimmer. I mean, that would be interesting, but I, I think for defensively speaking, if the Saints are going to keep it status quo, I'd be cool with it, right? Because you do have Dennis Allen and you do have Ryan Nielsen and you do have Chris Richard. Um, I'm worried about the offense, right? Because that's who Sean is. That's Sean's MO. So what do you do there? I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be absolutely interesting. And one guy you guys mentioned, Mike McDaniel. I don't know if Mike McDaniel is even at the top of people's list outside of the Dolphins one. But now, like what I said, the timing is kind of a bitch in the sense that, hey, what if the Saints do like Mike McDaniel? And Mike McDaniel gets the Dolphins job. Well, what if that was your guy and you didn't know? Like, that, that is a tough thing. That's a tough thing. Roger Goodell is the happiest man on earth right now. You bet your ass he is. It's a good day for Roger. He's popping up, uh, popping some champagne bottles probably right now. I should trade up and get Matt Corral. I personally think he's the best quarterback in the class. I think Matt Corral's probably got the best arm talent. I don't know if he's the best quarterback in the class. I, again, I really like Kenny Pickett's game. I know Kenny Pickett's not for everyone, but I think he is a really, really good quarterback, and, and we'll kind of see what happens there. How worried are you about our future draft town without Peyton to spot guys like AK? 
Um, yes and no, because you know what? As much as we want to give credit to Sean and Sean gets credit, like how about all the shitty drafts the Saints had? Like, do those go under the rug or like, or do we only give credit for the good ones? Like, I love Sean. I'm not here to rip Sean. Um, but like at the same time, for all the time that they've spotted talent, they've also missed. And I think that's like every regime. You're going to have your hits. You're going to have your misses. And I, I think, you know, for Sean, the guys like AK, it's also because they perfectly fit his system. So who knows? The next coach might come in and the next coach might have an eye for a certain guy that fits his system. And it might work the same way if that makes sense for you. This is the saddest day in Saints history, even more than Breeze retiring. I'll say this. I think the Breeze thing we were at peace with. Like, we knew the Drew era was over. So when it happened, it was super sad. We all shed a tear. But it's like we kind of knew it was happening. This one's like just the shock value of it is really tough. And, um, yeah, (laughs) sometimes I'm at a loss for word, man. This is one of those days. I feel like they have to keep in house. These coaches in place right now are, are far too good to break it all up. I think that's definitely the easy, so not the easy solution, but like the more logical solution right now, especially because Sean's retiring while every other coaching job is kind of like filling up now. But um, let's see. Let's see. Jay Glazer said he told Mrs. B two weeks ago. She asked him to think about it. Uh, yeah, look, if that's the case, look, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I, I think that the Saints better, they better make sure that this isn't one of those things where they're like the fan base and they're left in shock, right? Because we could be left in shock. We're just the fans speaking out loud about a coach that we have a lot of respect for and, and about our concerns about an organization that probably won't be the same again. And that's fine for us. We're in position to do that. But the team can't be sitting here like, oh, shit, we lost John. It's like, no, you got to go to work now. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. We need an offensive guru to come in and work magic with this terrible offense. Yeah, you can say that again, man. Say that again. I love getting these alerts, right? Bleach Report, Saints are in salary cap hell. Yes, welcome to what we've been dealing with for the last decade, pal. This is nothing new. This is not our first rodeo. But I'll read that out for you guys anyway. This cap situation needs to be handled. It'll already no more restructuring. Yeah, look, they're going to have to restructure anyway. Like, that's part of it. Like, they're going to have to restructure because they're so over the cap. What, I'm, what I will say is, though, now you want to restructure what you can restructure and restructure guys that you know are going to be around for the long haul. What you don't want to do is prolong the inevitable, right? The dumping more money into guys that I don't know if they're going to be here in three years, four years. That's what the Saints have to work out. But I, I do think that they're going to have to be a little precise and a, and a little bit more calculated as to what they do. Bill Coward to Mike Tomlin vibes, please God. Hey, look, if that happens, that would be perfect for them. Would be really, really perfect for them. Full rebuild makes no sense. We're all QB1 and healthy MT away from Super Bowl contenders. I don't think it's that simple. Like, I think it sounds great, but I really don't know if it's that simple, right? Because this team, A, needs to find that QB1. That's not that easy. B, Michael Thomas needs to stay healthy. We don't know what his situation will be. And C, I think the one thing about Michael Thomas that I wanted to say is, if he does come back, that's great, right? But they need to get him help too, right? They can't just say, hey, Michael Thomas is back. Let's just ride on his shoulders again. No, that's how he got hurt in the first place where you're always just, and him getting hurt and then sucking in at the wide receiver room because of it, it's because you're so reliant on 13. So I think they do have more problems than people think, but we'll see what happens. Nathaniel Hackett would be a good look if we go out of house. Yeah, look, Nathaniel Hackett's a popular name, but it kind of seems like he's tied in with Denver. So I think that, all I'm saying is, man, like the time he's pretty shitty in the sense that there are guys that are, are, are other in other spots now and climbing up those ladders. And I don't know if they're going to be into it in the sense that, all right, let me go see what the Saints have to say if I'm about to get this job. I, I don't know. But for me, I think that's risky for some candidates. Brian Flores is the guy. I like DA, but look at what he did in Miami. Yeah, I, I like Brian Flores, man. I don't know if he's the guy in the sense that like the Saints are going to replace defense with defense, but we'll see. 
Mickey Loomis is going to retire next at this point. He might. And I will say if Loomis does retire, that would also hurt. But the Saints are actually in a good position in terms of if Loomis retires. Kai Arley and Jeff Ireland are no slouches. And I do think those are two guys, if they're staying with the Saints, they got a shot. They got a shot in terms of like being really good GMs with this team. And I, and I do think that if that when that day does come, and I do think it will come eventually, I do think that those two will be fine. No more talk of Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, whoever's or whoever that's done. You bet your ass. I just said it before, man. I'm done talking about Russell Wilson on this podcast, except for me just saying his name now. But other than that, it's over with because I do think that this era where the Saints can just go out there and go get, you know, any quarterback because they have Sean Payton, I think that's kind of done. But we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. I, I, I would shut that window for now. I would not leave it open. Garner Johnson just tweeted like he didn't know. Yeah, I don't think these players knew, man, because you never know what's really going on behind the scenes. I think that's kind of fair. Um, and it's shocked to them, right? That's their guy. That's who they'd ride or die for, and, and he's not going to be there, and, that, and that's got to hurt. We're not going to be the poverty of the NFC now, right? Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there's still teams like the Lions kicking around, so I don't know about that. But I, I do think the Saints are going to enter a phase where, like, I'll tell you now, I don't think you guys are going to enjoy next season as much as we thought we would. Uh, you know, a lot of us were hoping the Saints would bounce back and a quarterback be good, but... It's, it's tough, man. It's absolutely tough. Can the Saints still receive draft picks for Sean? They absolutely could. They absolutely could. Um, if they if he were to get traded within the next two, three years, they would get draft picks for him. And that'd be good for the Saints, right? You could recoup some picks for a guy who maybe doesn't want to coach for your team anymore. I think that's fair. Curious how Taysom Hill is going to be used now. I Edwin, man, you preaches the choir. I just said it before. I don't know how the hell the Saints are going to use him. I hope they could bring in a coach that has a vision for Taysom Hill or else it's just a shitty contract on the team. So that's the way I view it. You think they trade Alvin and Michael? Alvin, I do not think they trade him at all. Michael Thomas, I, I don't I don't think so. Um, I think that would just make your bad cap situation even worse. But we'll see, man. You got you to gotta see how that coach jives with him, right? And if it works. Is Jeff Duncan the biggest jinx in all of sports history? Uh, hey, look, Jeff does some good work, man. I don't want to rip Jeff, but I, I do find it funny that he had that, like, don't worry, Sean Payne's not going anywhere. And, and my God, he's going, he's going somewhere. So... <laughs> It is funny, but uh, Jeff's just doing his job, man. Do you have any actual reasons for this, or is this just all speculation? Uh, reasons for what? Which which one, Nick? I, I would love to kind of jump off that and, and kind of give you my answer. I just wasn't, um, wasn't sure as to what you're referring to. So if you can leave me a comment, Nick, I'd appreciate it just so I can get back to you on that one. I hate that I love the Saints. It would be easy to jump to the Bengals being an LSU fan if my love wasn't so strong for the Saints. Yeah, look, it's funny, man. Dude, I grew up in a household with all 49ers fans, and I love the Saints to death, and it's not going to change. Uh, they they make it hard to love them, though. But at the end of the day, right, it's like, what other team would I rather have piss me off? And it, it always comes back to the Saints for me. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Look, if you guys want to drop in a couple more comments, you can, but that's probably going to do for this one, man. I, I'm still kind of shocked Sean Payton retired. I am eager and um, cautiously optimistic that this coaching search will be interesting. But who knows, man? Who knows? I'll, I'll be here for the ride, though. Whenever something breaks, I'll be here to have another emergency pod with you guys. But I appreciate you all tuning in. Yeah, I believe the Saints can now draft LSU players. Uh, that's no longer off the table. But uh, we'll see what happens, man, guys. I appreciate you all tuning in. I hope you guys can carry on with the rest of your Tuesday, even though it's going to be a bitch. Um, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, what, what happens? Uh, oh, to answer your question, Nick, real quick, why Sean left? I, I think uh, – Jay Glazer put it best. I think he said that Sean was just kind of like it, wear, wore down. Like you, you deal with the COVID stuff. You deal with NFL stress. You deal with so much shit on top of it. 
I just think the last two years really took a toll on him. And I think if more than anything, he kind of needs to sit back and then recharge. And that would be it. And, and wherever he, if he sits back, recharges and decides to go back to the NFL, who knows who that's with, or maybe he just likes broadcasting. We'll see, but it seems like he left because it took a toll on him and he was stressed. You think we keep it in house and maybe go Dennis Allen? I don't know, man. I don't know, man, but I, I lied to you guys said I was going to wrap it up. Now I'm finally wrapping it up. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'll be tweeting about it all day. Don't worry about it. I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I got to get back to work now. Um, but this was fun. I appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. Something breaks. I'll be here to talk about it on the podcast. We'll see how this next era of the Saints era, this next, yeah, yeah, can't even speak right now. Sean's got me uh, tongue-tied. But we'll see how this next era of the New Orleans Saints goes, guys. Have a good one. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast.